now recording. Get rid of these troll faces. Hello, uh, I can just yeah yeah because we don't have to do the individual things anymore, so I can just yeah. jump straight in. Correct. Uh, hello. Uh, this is Scoot Poop. Tenth. Eleventh. Yep, that's how dates work. Uh, next is twelfth actually. Because Usually. Saturday, I'm BCS yes. recording on Sunday now. Yes. Uh, 12th Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, KTM Expo. It's a car. The people are aware of. Uh, well, the Expo, the KTM Expo GT XR is going to be a road-going equivalent. Uh, or sorry, he's meant to be a road-going equivalent of the company's Expo GT2 track weapon. That's actually a pretty uh, fast car. Yes. Hold on. I watched one catch on fire at the Nürburgring. It was pretty funny. Yes. The Audi Source 2.5 liter 5-cylinder engine produces is tuned to produce 493 horsepower. Did not make that originally at 6,000 350 uh, RPM. You thought I was going to say torque, but I didn't. They will only make 100 of these per year. It only weighs 2,491 pounds, which isn't the greatest in the world. A Miata is still lighter. It's yes. still pretty damn good, though, to be honest. Yeah, well, considering all the factors, it is. Yeah. Uh, like the factor of the 0 to 62, because kilometers, uh, yep. 0 to 62 miles per hour. Uh, is 3.4 seconds, and this bad boy will run your pockets for approximately $286,000 if you're interested in one of these. Not oh, that and the roof really opens upwards like a fighter jet. Well, yeah, that's how they do that. Yes. Okay, the Toyota GR Corolla. We've talked about it a few times at this point, but we actually have prices now. <laughs> so the base price for the Toyota GR Corolla, which as a reminder is the uh what are you doing stop 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 it <laughs> uh as a reminder it's uh the 300 horsepower hot hatch that toyota is making as kind of a rival to like the volkswagen golf r ish um base price is $36,995 and if you're really feeling it you could go for the Marizo edition, which, of course, is the, like, top-of-the-line performance edition of the performance sure. edition because, of course, the GR is already the perf- performance edition. So, you know, let's just keep throwing performance badges on it. But this one will run you for $50,995. That sounds like a lot of money considering the base Corolla is, like, $20,000. Uh, you're basically paying more than twice. Uh, and you're probably wondering, what does that get you? Well, it gets you a weight reduction package, which removes the rear seats, the rear speakers, the rear window regulators, the rear wiper blade, and the rear wiper motor. And 22 pound, 22 pound feet more of torque. Uh, that's pretty much all we know. There may be an aero package to go with it. We don't know. Uh, I wouldn't count on it. But what I can tell you is you're paying about $14,000 extra to have a lot of stuff taken off your car. 
<laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> anyway. Does Maurizio uh, relate? Is is his name Maurizio Toyota? Marizo? Marizo uh, Toyota? I have no clue. I don't know where this name came from. I think it came from one of the racing drivers, to be honest. I have not heard of him. New Toyota sports car or Honda? Man. New Honda sport. There is a new Toyota sports car, but new Honda <laughs> sports car possibility. Uh, recently, a uh, man came in. Uh, he strolled on into the Honda offices, ready for work or not. I don't know if he worked there. I don't know if he knows that he works there. He may not work there anymore. Um, and took some pictures of this absolutely stunning uh, Honda sports car that could be electric, could be mid-engine. It's hard to tell. But what we can tell is that it has gullwing doors and a beautiful, massive uh, windscreen and a Honda logo. And then all these images leaked. And then ha- and then Honda more or less came out and said, uh, it's so that's actually just a... Uh, uh, a uh, what do you... Uh, design study that's what i'm looking for it was a design study from a few years ago um so yeah not a real car that's coming uh but the internet did freak out for a little bit there i don't know about the internet pretty much i saw a lot of it on instagram if you insist does instagram really count as the internet though yes if you insist (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, I found out a little bit more information about the Maurizio edition. You get, like, there was a special aero package, and they give you, like, more fancy carbon fiber stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of a woven, woven carbon fiber roof, you get a forged carbon fiber roof, which honestly doesn't do anything different except um, looks cooler, I guess. Nice. That's my favorite <laughs> kind of doing things. Yeah, there, there's Art. a few other differences, but honestly, it's very minimal. Anyway, let's for you to say on. some names. Yes, so Lucid <laughs> has recently fired many executives because of production shortages. So we're just going to run through not the names, just their positions. You don't care about the names. The vice president of global manufacturing, the vice president of programs, the head of Arizona operations, the head oh, of he you. was doing it, Lucid. The head of new production intro- introduction and program management, the senior manager of logistics engineering, and the director of operational excellence. So if you'll notice, all of those people have a lot to do with the manufacturing process of new cars. Uh, and the fact that they only hit 30% of their total manufacturing target is truly embarrassing. So, uh, <laughs> And yeah. this probably won't help. No, but it probably will because some one of at least one of the people on this list is at fault for this. Let's be honest here. I mean, fair enough. Um, I mean, not really any other car company has struggled to the sheer degree that they have. It's truly embarrassing. Like most most other car I companies mean, have managed have to at you least seen it. the full history of British Leyland. Okay, we're talking about this year. <laughs> fair enough. Um. Especially anyway. in comparison to last year. Yeah. Uh, I personally, if I had someone to blame here, I would say it was the head of Arizona Ice Tea Operations. Uh, don't know what yep. he was doing at Lucid, so he's probably just taking up too much space. Fair enough. 
Uh, that's a joke, by the way. It was a, I think they had a factory in Arizona. I'm guessing that's what his job was, was managing that factory. Yeah. <laughs> so, time to Jeep. move on. Jeep has some new electric cars coming out. Some 2024, but one of them's coming out in 2023. Now, we all know Jeep is the fun-loving American car brand that loves talking so much about how they're so American, and they're making a car called the Avenger, uh, which we all know is a word that was made up by Marvel uh, and Disney to sell movie tickets. Uh, So this new Jeep Avenger, uh, to celebrate Americanism and Captain America, will be sold in Europe exclusively. That's right. Jeep's first electric car will not be sold here. That's kind of funny. Uh, funny. Yeah, no one cares about the specs. Um, But some that we are getting a bit more down the line, uh, because they announced three, is the Recon, which is essentially uh, they took the uh, Wrangler and brought it back back a couple notches to a more boxy era so it looks like a square and the headlights are square and the very nice uh every and the <laughs> even the uh uh rear view mirrors are square it's all square the wheels are square yep uh uh but yeah this is an off-road capable all-wheel drive electric uh wrangler thingy uh, it's not quite the Wrangler. I'm sure the Wrangler will still exist. I'm, this is probably just going to be like a little bit of a bigger version. Are that a, they might make this the four door one, and the Wrangler will be the two door exclusive one, something like that. Um, and of course, the Wagoneer, the recent big boy they released, they ha- are that one. They're slimming down. That one they're making less of a box, uh, and it's even got like a little rear wing that's a bit weird. Uh, yeah, and the only stats we know are going to be for the Wagoneer S, which is what it's called. Yeah, Wagoneer S, which is that it's going to have 600 horsepower and 400 miles of range. The other two, we don't have numbers on of any kind. Yeah, we don't have any numbers on them. Very nice. Uh, 400 miles of range is pretty good, especially for a large vehicle. Actually, yeah, that is. Let's see if they can deliver on that promise come 2024. I doubt it, to be honest. Or, well, anyway. Uh, in third quarter of 2023, when 2024 yes. cars come out. Of course. <clears throat> anyway, BMW has announced that they will be switching their battery technology from pouch-based batteries, which is what they currently use. Now, if you're unfamiliar with lithium-ion batteries, pouch-based batteries are basically just sandwiched batteries that they kind of just, you know bunch them all together and like throw them in a box basically it's not really any better way to explain it but they'll be moving to cylinder style 46 millimeter batteries mm. which is actually the same uh battery diameter as tesla and rimac are both using now now that probably tells you something about 46 millimeter batteries being good well they are because they will reduce battery cost, at least battery production cost, by about 50%, which is actually massive. And on top of that, you will get 30% more range, which I think is because the energy density of the batteries is significantly higher, which is, you know, overall a very good thing. So yes. this is, 
it, it's a good it's a good trend we like to see in the industry. Also, the fact that they're the same as Tesla and Rumac battery in in diameter would actually means in over time it's probably going to be even cheaper to produce these batteries because there's going to be like factories that can just pump out 46 millimeter batteries. We'll see though. That only time will tell. Yes. Chevrolet is making a competitor to the Hyundai Santa, uh, Santa Fe? I'm going to go with Santa Fe. It's either Santa Fe or the Santa Cruz. One of it's those one two. of them. Yeah, well, the other one's the SUV version of it. Um, it's the Santa Cruz. Okay. The rival to the Santa Cruz and the Chevy Maverick, and it's called the Chevy, the Ford Maverick, and it's <laughs> called the Chevy Montana. Now you're probably wondering, did they just pull? Did they just pick a state and name it? No, apparently this used to be a rebadged Opal, like almost Ute, but not quite. That they sold in like South America, and uh, but yeah, uh, it's coming 2024. Be on the lookout. Uh, or not. Make sure to get your name on the list early, because. I can't confidently say they'll sell fast. Chevy's reputation has been tarnished primarily by the Bolt. Fair enough. BMW again. <laughs> yeah, your favorite. Actually, honestly, this is just... It's such an absurd thing that, honestly, I feel like we did talk about... It. Well, we'll reserve judgment till the end, actually. So, BMW oh, and, of course, the subsidiary Mini... Uh, will be offering vegan interior options as of the 2023 model year and beyond. Now, this is in an effort to, of course, reduce their carbon footprint and make make making cars a little bit more eco-friendly. So BMW estimates that they will save about 23,000 metric tons of CO2 every year, which actually... I originally thought this number was fairly small, and it is in the grand scheme of, like, worldwide CO2 release, but considering it's just from car interiors, it's actually a fairly large number. So, we, we will see if that holds to be true. Um, but also, the way they're doing this is, uh, I find it a little bit interesting, because they, they said that they're reducing the proportion of components that contain traces of raw materials of animal origin to less than 1%. Now, you have to wonder, where is that less than 1% coming from? How uh, Oil how is the it... engine that came from dinosaurs. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't even know what's going on here. Like, either you have something with animal products in it or you don't. I mean, I don't see how there's really an in-between. But, uh, you cross -contamination. know, BMW's doing one of those things. Anyway, um... They could, they could just, it could be no, but, like, they think somehow there might accidentally be some, and they're just covering their tracks for the lawsuit. Honestly, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> because there's no real reason to list it this way any other, like, there's no, any, there's not any other good reason, so, you're probably right about that. Speaking but... of covering their tracks for the lawsuit, uh, Rivian and Mercedes have announced a joint venture now. Uh, you're probably wondering, wow, 
First of all, I didn't know Rivian had enough street cred to collab with Mercedes. Well, they do, apparently. Uh, now, second of all, you're probably wondering, well, what what will this massive collaboration bring forth into this beautiful world? It's vans, electric vans. Um, Mercedes already kind of announced some. Do they have one on the road yet? Maybe. I think the Metris has an electric version that's out. Um, and then... You should maybe change the link on this one. Why would I do that? Because well, it's the wrong one? Maybe yeah. I won't. Maybe <laughs> maybe they want to see the Chevy Montana twice. Um, anyway, so... Joint Venture. Right now, the only thing that's confirmed uh, is a factory somewhere in Europe shared by the two. Although, I would imagine sharing technology uh, as well as perhaps even a platform, you know, just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, say on the other side, Rivian's got that van that like Amazon is paying for them to build. The really weird looking one. Uh, yeah, but you know, and, and Amazon did the thing where they kind of bought. Did they buy a significant portion of Rivian, or am I making that up in my head? I have I no know. clue. I'll look that up while you talk about the last story. Yes, so Porsche has been long rumored to be trying to partner with Red Bull Racing F1 team. And we finally have confirmation that that is, in fact, not happening. <laughs> Basically, at the end of the day, I don't remember who said this, whether it was Porsche or Red Bull, but we have very credible information that uh, Porsche wanted a 50% stake in Red Bull Racing as a whole. And, of course, Red Bull wasn't really going to let that happen because that would mean they would give Porsche's up. Porsche's long-term plan, there was a hostile takeover of the whole operation. Yeah, Red Bull would essentially be giving up their controlling stake in the company for no reason, essentially. I mean, Other than a lot of money. Assuming, yeah. assuming that Red Bull is in F1 for money, which saying out loud is like they're not. <laughs> they're really not. Like well, Red I Bull mean, has maybe long, long been shown. term. I mean, yeah, like, but Red you know, Bull they're has... in Red Bull to make money by selling more cans of Red Bull. Okay, but... Yes, <laughs> but like Red Bull has long been shown to not really be. So they don't drop it because they dump all of their money into it. <laughs> they spend so much money on F1 a year. I mean, sure, they probably they, make they a profit at the end of the for, day, but still. Let's say, you know how much money it takes to go up through the ranks in F1? Well, Red Bull pays for half of those drivers now and doesn't even use any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least at this point. So, I mean, I don't think there was ever a chance of Porsche ever getting 50%. And I really, really think the Volkswagen Group should have known better, to be honest. Like, it's quite obvious where Red Bull's intentions are. I don't know why Porsche even tried. In other news, I hear Audi Sauber's going well. Apparently. Although I I, I heard Peter Sauber showed up to the race uh, this he, weekend. He and showed up to Quali. Yeah, he showed up to Quali, which is apparently, like, a thing. I, I would think he would just always be there, but no, apparently that's a thing. Yeah, but apparently also it's he... A, it's also because Sauber technology up. actually does other things. Yeah. But also, like Peter Sauber is a, a very, very dope guy. Very, uh, I've never looked into him, cool but you guy. seem like the kind of person that would be into Peter Sauber. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess. 
Um, I think that's that's uh, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Okay, mm-hmm. kill kill the bot, kill it. I'm, I'm, I want it. 